Fast and the Furious. Yes. Let's oh. open the show first. <laughs> Hi. This is... Say your name. Okay. The name of our Re- show. Repeat after me. Okay. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Welcome. To Living Room Theater. To Living Room Theater. I'm Rachel. I'm Rachel. You're Keith. No, okay. Let's try again. Okay. Okay. I'm... I'm... State your name. State your name. No. No, I'm not. No, say your name when I say that. Okay. 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 I'm... I'm... State your name. Your name. Say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie. Um, <laughs> and I'm Keith. No, we got that point. I said your name four times. Okay. So what am I supposed to say? That's Rachel. Hey. And that's Cappy. Hi. Whoa, Cappy can do two voices at once. <laughs> um, all right, we're going to start off with trailer time. Trailers that have been released recently that I know you would have no opinion in. The new Alien Covenant trailer, the sequel to Prometheus. But what was Prometheus? Prometheus was a prequel to the Pre- Alien A prequel? It was a, se- it was a prequel to the so Alien series. So this is series. the sequel to the prequel. Yes. So does so that mean... So it leads into the original Alien movies. So there were two now. Two prequels. But we have a sequel to the prequel... Which is the prequel to Aliens. We have a sequel to the prequel that's the prequel to Aliens. Yeah. To Alien. Alien, I'm sorry. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Whew. That's, that's a doozy. And then it leads into that. So this is like the three hobbits leaning into Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have the prequel with the sequel with the sequel. Leading into the Lord of the Rings. So this is the prequel with the sequel. Yeah. Because they didn't really connect and it was kind of unclear. Because they're trying to say where the alien came from. Uh-huh. But that was kind of unclear. Uh-huh. In the first one. In Prometheus. Yeah. Because there was just like a, there was like a gray guy. And then he was like, ah, and then he dropped into the water and then stuff happened. I don't think like I knew Prometheus was the prequel to Alien. Mm-hmm. I never saw Alien, though. I don't think they said it was a prequel to Alien, but it is. Okay. Because then the alien comes out, and the alien's like kind of like it because the alien bonds with somebody in there, and then like the alien comes out, and it's like, ah, it's like almost the alien. That's why I didn't see that movie. Yeah. Um, And then this movie, I don't know, doesn't, I watched it. What's it called? Um, Alien Covenant. Are they witches? No, that's a coven. Oh. Now I want to see it. A covenant is like, do not covenant If they wife. were alien witches around a cauldron, that would be awesome. Kind of like Hocus Pocus, but with aliens. Like with mm-hmm. the extra mouths coming out? Sure. Whatever, okay. I don't care. Um... <laughs> But it's got Michael Fassbender in it. I don't know who that is. Michael Fassbender? You could say it four more times and I still want to know who that is. Magneto. Who? Magneto from X-Men Apocalypse. That's Ian McClellan. No, from X-Men Apocalypse. Oh, the young Days guy. Days of Future Past, yes. Oh, he's, he's good looking. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I, I like him. Yeah. 
He's been in other things, too, but that's the first thing that I thought of that you would know him from. Huh. But when I think Magneto, I think Ian McKellen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> and John Wick, Chapter 2. Whoever comes, I'll kill them. I'll kill them all. Of course you will. Oh, God! What? Were you picking up? Does he kill another puppy? No, I don't think there's any puppies in this Good. One. Maybe I'll watch the second one. We, You could still watch the first no, one, I and we could just fast-forward through that part. Maybe we'll try that sometime. Okay, so we're not watching the trailers of those two. Oh, good. Because well, both of them sound like poop. Watch your language. Happy poop year. Happy poo year sounds better. Oh, yeah, it does. You're right. There is an eighth. Fast and the Furious oh, just movie. Kill it off, my God! They should put it to rest. There's more. Are they gonna fly through more buildings? There's more fastness and furiousness uh, yet to happen. Yes, I'm furious that this keeps happening. All right, this one is called The Fate of the Furious. Let's begin, shall we? They threw a building right off the bat. You know what I like about you, Dom? You're a genuine outlaw, but you're his family. The hell of a job, brother. When we get back to the base, beer's on me. He's about to go up against the only thing they can't handle. You. Did you ever think you'd betray your family the way you did today? Okay, here's my problem. Okay. I like all the actors in it. I'm sorry, I missed that. Which one of them were actors? I like Charlize what? Theron. Okay, she's an actor. I like The Rock. Okay, I guess she's an actor. Vin Diesel's okay. Okay. The Khaleesi's handmaiden. I like her. Oh, that's right, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like them. I like them. Now, I think it would be a very cool... I like how you leave out the most legitimate actor out of all of them, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell was in there? Yeah, he's like the agent guy. I didn't see him. Okay. Um, He was in there. Oh. I think it would be really cool if we redid that trailer, but every time they were in a car, it was one of the Top Gear guys. Just in the car scenes, like inside the car. I'm in an orange Lamborghini. Like, That's not a bad idea. Like James May? Yeah. The stick, yeah. That's not a bad idea. Because <laughs> those guys drive cool cars like that. Yes. Not those people. But they also do ridiculous stuff in in and say funny things in non cool cars that could also work in those scenes. Though, right. Too. Right. Uh, but yeah, why? Why is there an eighth one? Why? Like, I don't know. This one kind of looks really good. But now, like, Vin Diesel's bad, and they're like... Like, there has to be a reason. But he'll come back around. Exactly. Like, I know what's going to happen. I I mean, I don't want to see it at the theater, but I kind of want to watch that movie now. Really? Now that I don't even know his name, who died. I'll watch it I'm so sorry. Paul Walker. God rest your soul. Um, But, like, Vin Diesel was person that I, I associated with Fast and the Furious. Not Paul Walker. Yeah. 
He looks old in this, though. Vin Diesel? But The Rock is in it. Was The Rock in the other ones? The Rock was in the He was in the, the last couple of ones, yeah. Yeah. Why does Charlize Theron always play a bad person now? Because um, when she started, I think she play I good? think because she has res- resting bee face. Well, I guess she does a little bit. But then in, like, the Chanel commercials, they take that as being sexy. When she speaks in French, and you don't know what she's saying. Yeah. She's probably saying, I would love to eat your crudité. And you're like, okay. No, because if it was, I would love to eat your crudité, then you would know that she was saying something about crudité. Because uh, crudité is French. I'd love to eat your cocktail shrimp. Yeah, maybe that's what she's saying. With horseradish. No, she, no, no, she's got to be saying something like, I'd love like, to eat your corn fritter. Yeah, I... I greets. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to eat your corn dog on a stick. Slathered in mustard. Corn dogs with mustard are delish. And they're had a corn dog. <gasps> and nothing about it sounds appetizing. Oh my gosh. Corn dogs are awesome. Not an all the time food. Yeah. But once every ten years... We're going to go get corn dogs. Okay, in 10 years from now? Oh, no. I'm up for one. It's been at least 10 years. Okay, go with your mom and go get a corn dog, and then 10 years, come and find me. No, I can't take my mom. She can't have corn dogs. That's right. Okay. Take somebody else. Do you like cornbread? Not really. (gasps) Cornbread is delicious. It's very dry. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's why you put it around the hot dog? And then you slather it with something. Like what? Barbecue sauce. Mm. I do mustard. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Snatched. That's Amy Schuler. Close. Amy oh, Schumer. That's Amy Schumer. I don't know who the other one is. But I do. But I don't know her name. According to Adam Sandler, she's half Jewish. Goldie yeah. Hawn. I know a man, he can take care of you. That's how sex slavery starts. Okay, mom. Those people want young, beautiful females. Just to be safe, I should maybe go kind of hide in the jungle. No, 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 your poofy face will protect you. I have some angles that would, like, really surprise you. Like, what? I feel like Amy Schumer is the new Melissa McCarthy. That she's taking all of the roles that Melissa McCarthy used to play. I disagree with that statement. Oh, do you? I do. Why? Because Melissa McCarthy was more the, um, was more almost like the the John Candy type roles, I feel. What are your thoughts about her wearing a bikini? I think it's good. I do too. I'm proud of her for being comfortable enough to do it. Mm Mm-hmm. Because she's like a real, a real woman. Mm Mm-hmm. Goldie Hawn does not look like a real woman in this movie, though. No. I have a feeling Goldie Hawn might have had some work done at some point. Mm, yeah. Because Goldie Hawn's... Goldie yes. Hawn's got to be late 60s? I would think... I don't have my phone. Oh, my gosh. Do you have your phone? No. She shouldn't look like that for being late 60s. Like... I believe you, though, because Kate Hudson is her daughter. And Kate Hudson is 40. You're saying she should look older? I mean, had work not been done, she would look different. She's 71. Yeah, she doesn't look 71. Mm. Now, I mean, granted, like... I bet she'd be beautiful, though, had no work been done. 
and she was 71. Like, I bet she would have aged gracefully. Now, she looks to be in her, I would say... 50s. Late 50s, early 60s. I'd say without work being done, she would probably still look younger than she is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So. But, yeah. Yeah. Goldie Hawn, Kurt Russell were in a movie together. Can't remember the name of it. Just tying everything together. Wow. Yeah. Goldie Hawn, Amy Schumer, and Charlize Theron, also blondes. <laughs> Wow, I bet Vin Diesel was a blonde too at one time. When uh, he had hair. Oh no, he shaves everything. Everything? Is that like documented? I don't know. Oh, but we didn't say, will we see that movie? I mean, not at the theater, but I would see it. I'd probably, see, I'd probably watch it. They had me until uh, the whole we got kidnapped part. I really liked where it was going. Well, but it's, if you look, producers of the Heat and Spy, like, that totally makes sense. But the fact that they're wearing, like, bulletproof vests and stuff, I'm kind of down for that. Are they? Yeah. I didn't see it. Well, at least Amy Schumer was. Woo. All right, last one. They're making, a, they're making, I guess, a fourth one. I hope the mm. minions aren't in it. It's some kind of monster. Wait, that's not a monster. That's a man wearing shoulder pads. There's only one supervillain whose fashion sense is quite that dated. Balthazar Black. I want every agent on the scene immediately. Agents Brucey are closing fast. Yes. Wait, what? What did you call us? Brucey. You know, Gru and Lucy mushed together. Brucey. Oh, I like it, but not a lot. I don't like it. Okay, I don't know who Trey Parker is. Trey Parker is one of the creators of... South Park. South Park. I knew that! <laughs> and I think... But I didn't like, know what he looked like. Yeah, I don't think he really acts in anything, though. So I don't know why it really matters. Um, that movie like, looked really funny. Like, they don't... I don't understand why they're like, And Trey Parker as the bad guy. Right, it should have been, And Kristen Wiig as Lucy. But she was in the last one. So was Steve Carell as Gree. I mean, he does do acting, but do like... Do you think the children are going to be in it? And they must be. If they are in it, will they have grown up a little bit? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think they'll have like the teenage girls? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't think. You don't think so? I think they'll be the same age. Huh? Kind of like Ducktales or The Simpsons. Ooh. Simpsons have been the same age for thirty years. I know that drives me crazy. Mm. Let them grow up. Get mm. Bart out of fourth grade. <laughs> there is a theory. Do you remember the episode where like? Home, like uh, Bart has a duff can shaken in like a paint <laughs> shaker, like the paint mixer. He shakes a can of duff in a paint thing, mm. and then Homer like opens it up, and it's like a big explosion. Uh-huh. There's a theory online that this that like that put Homer into a coma, and everything after that. <laughs> Is like thought like dreams that he has while he's in a coma, and that's why the kid like nobody ever ages, and why after that point the storylines got more ridiculous in the show. They are playing the Simpsons tapped game. Some of the strange universes that we're creating in our towns 
are so ridiculous, but they're based on the episodes. Mm-hmm. Now, how would you feel if you were a voice actor playing the same role for 30 years? I feel great about it. Would you really? Job security. It is, but like... But here's the thing. You're not just playing the same role. It's not all you do. All those voice actors have other jobs. They do other voices. This is true. This is true. They get other work. So, um, Despicable Me 3, it's kind of like Fast and Furious. I'm glad they're... Well, no, I'm glad they're doing it. I know why they're doing it. To make money. Well, duh. No, Minions movie sucked. Oh, yeah, that... They need to have... I didn't watch it, but it looked... I tried and fell asleep twice. Like, I couldn't get through it. They needed some redemption, so I can see them doing. Um, last one. Wait, no, let's go back to Fast and Furious real quick. Who was the audience... What do you mean? Who's supposed to like it? Oh, um, people on drugs. Um, people drunk. People that have no sense of taste. People that like fast cars, hot women, but guys in muscles, action. Mm, um, mm, people mm. that just want to zone out. Mm. I don't feel like the cars have anything to do with the movies. They do a little bit. <laughs> not like not like people who are like car people, but people that are like. Because what was the, but what was don't the franchise know the cars. that had cars in it where they would steal them? Are you talking about cars? <laughs> no. Um, Lightning McQueen? That had, that had Nicolas Cage in it. Gone 60 Seconds. Yeah. Like, that one I could see for car people. But, yes, but that that was a movie that people liked, but they didn't make a franchise out of it because it wasn't, like, at a point where they would want to make a franchise out of it. Right. Which makes sense to me. Yeah. I'm just saying. Okay, so what's your argument? I don't know where we're going with that. I don't know. You asked me what the audience was, and I told you, and you said no, and then brought up Gone 60 Seconds. Well, with the car audience. Yeah. Because I know they try to, like, make it seem like it's about cars. But I don't feel like it's about cars. It's turned more into, like, heist kind of, like, action movies, and cars are kind of secondary. Yeah. But, like, the people that like action and car chases and, like, fast cars and, like... And cars going through buildings without getting dented. It's not, like, the main focus, Hmm. but it's part of the audience. Hmm. Okay. Like, anybody that likes action and cars driving fast and car chases and stuff. But, like, I mean, like, even a real, like, car lover person isn't going to like Gone 60 Seconds either. Hmm. Because it's kind of secondary. People that are, like, super into cars are going to like, like, Top Gear. Hmm. Okay. All right, last one, which we weren't going to do, but it's, uh, but popped up here. They're very disoriented. But I think the kid might be on to me. Get the baby! Ah! Poop duty! Ah! I've got to deal with the KID. You can talk! Uh, goo goo gaga. No, you can really talk. Fine. I can talk. Now, let's see if you can listen. Get me a double espresso and see if there's some place around here with decent sushi I'd kill for a spicy tuna roll right about now. Get yourself a little something. It's your thing. All right. So I'm very curious about that. I will want to watch it at home because it's got Alec Bolden. But here's the real reason that I want to watch that. What's your... Is there a reason? Do you want to watch it? Mm-hmm. Do you want to see it? Mm-hmm. What is your reasoning? No, oh, I don't know. It looks funny. Okay. My reasoning is because they have thought this so far out that 
when he catches the baby talking on the phone, which is a toy phone, but he catches the baby still wearing the shirt and tie, diaper, garters for his socks. <laughs> he has the sock garters. Genius. Hilarious. That was a lot of trailers. I don't know if that was all worth it. There's a movie. We've watched a lot of movies recently that we'll probably be releasing soon. But first one you wanted to talk about was... Independence Day Resurgence! I spent 20 years trying to get us ready for this. We used their technology to strengthen our planet. But it won't be enough. I see them in my dreams. They're coming back. Because you really liked the first one. I do. It was my I'm home from school on a snow day. I'm going to watch Independence Day. Yes. Um, what are your thoughts on this movie? Wait, let me hang on. Let me add something here. It was directed by Roland Emmerich, who did the first one. Here's a little interesting thing, though. These are everybody that wrote... This is everybody that wrote the screenplay. At least according to IMDb official credits. Nicholas Wright and James A. Woods. Now, this is what I looked up before. If in the credits of a movie, it's ampersand. What's an ampersand? It's the ampersand symbol. Oh, and? Yeah, it's an and symbol, but they call it an ampersand. Oh, okay. Nicholas Wright, ampersand, James A. Woods means that they're a writing team and work together. If it just is the word and, that means that it was an additional person. Does that make sense? No. Am I explaining that right? No. So, when you see on the screen, it says written by blank ampersand blank. They were a writing team, and the two of them worked on a draft of the script. They worked together. At the same time, in the same room, by the same typewriter. Basically. And they worked together on... That and they were paid basically as one, and their pay was split between the two of them. Mm. If you see the word and, then they were separate from the team. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes there are teams of writers that work together, and then there are just individual writers. Mm. So it was worked on by Nicholas Wright Ampersand, James A. Woods, and A and D, uh, Dean Devlin. Ampersand, Roland Emmerich, and Andy, James Vanderbilt. So five people worked on the script, at least because the maximum number of people that can be credited with a teleplay or screenplay by is three people slash teams. Ah. So it's very likely that other people tinkered with the script and they are what is known as script doctors... Like, actually, Carrie Fisher was for a while. May she rest in peace. Um, But she was a script doctor I read on uh, Lethal Weapon 3. They just go in and they punch up a little bit, but they don't do enough to warrant a credit in the credits on it. Hmm. Independence Day, Resurgence, the aliens are back. They're bigger than ever. Mm -hmm. Um, Judd Hirsch is back. Who? Judd Hirsch. I don't know who that is. You'll all be dead now if it wasn't my David. Ah. He's back for no reason. Except to drive a school bus. 
A lot of people were back. They wanted Will Smith to come back, but he requested $50 million to do the next two because there's a third one coming. Allegedly. Oh, there better be. I don't want... I just think I don't want a third one. I do. I want to find out about going out into space after these aliens. Okay, so... So the, the, the aliens come back, which I guess, okay, whatever. Here's what I want to say. How did it take the aliens 20 years to come back? Why do they come back, though? There was a distress call. From the African Mbutu spaceship. No, I think there was just a distress call in general. Well, here's, <laughs> that's the other thing. So there's, a, there's the only ship that supposedly landed... To drill that we didn't know about until 20 years later. Yeah, there was a, a ship that landed in Africa that wasn't mentioned in the first movie. Like, so much of this movie is going back and being like, hey, here's the thing that you didn't know about the first movie. Well, I read that they wanted a sequel, like, right away. Yes. And after five years, he wasn't happy with where it was going and said, like... No, I can't do it. Because he wanted it to be, like, the right sequel. Nothing lived up to the first one. Right. Because the first one was amazing. Mm Mm-hmm. Especially when you think back, it was 1996. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. It still stands up. Yeah. And nothing lived up to it, so they they abandoned it. And now, 20 years later, they're like, let's do a sequel. Because Fuller House just came out. No, Fuller House came out before, like... Around the same time. No, before. Slightly before, but it was already in production. But anyway, nostalgia was real popular, is my point. Um, so they're like, let's do a sequel. And this is what they came up with. I'm going to be honest, right away, doesn't live up to the original. No. No. Um, but I still like it. Yeah. I do. I don't I don't know. Here's my thing. Here's my thing with it. Cuz I think what happened was I think in the first one they did a good job of like these little side stories and these had these little side stories that was like like Judd Hirsch was really good in the first one and people liked him cuz he Judd was Judd Hirsch. I'm kidding. Like he stood out Vivica A. Fox. Vivica A. Fox with the kid. And, like, there were all these little things. And there was some, something about a dog in the first one. And, like... Brother! Yeah, there were these little things... That they tried copying. Yeah, <laughs> and then, like, there was um, the whole side story with Randy Quaid that then built into something where he flies... The, he's mm-hmm. the one that flies the ship up and figures out how to destroy him. So there were all these little side stories... That were really, like, that worked in the original one. And then they were like, let's add all these little side stories into this one. But the problem with this one was that they tried to bring back all of those characters, do side stories with them, plus do side stories with the new characters. Yes. So they did, like, 12 side stories at the beginning. And I still don't know who Uncle Chang was, who died. Uncle Chang? Yeah, I felt no connection with him. Oh, who died on the moon base. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Ah, I'm sure they've seen it. Here's the thing, though. Like, I don't understand why they had to have so many sides. Like, okay, so they brought Vivica A. Fox back for for five minutes. I have no idea why they brought Judd Hirsch back. 
I have the bus. I have no idea why they had a station wagon full of kids. They didn't have to have the kids at all. It, well, but that get but then it gets Judd Hirsch to it, like Judd Hirsch goes to the kids, gets to the bus, and like it doesn't. It, there's no reason for it. just so that David can then be like, oh my god, it's my father, and then they can drive a bus, and it's almost like they're just they put all of that in just for a bit so that when the bus gets covered with goop, the wipers go, uh-uh. and that's supposed to be a joke. It's just all in there for no reason whatsoever. But now Judd Hirsch, or whatever his name is... It's Judd Hirsch. ...has a family. The family that David never was to him. Is that part of the movie? Did I fall asleep during that part? You must have. When did he, when did he adopt the, those kids? At the end, he says... Or they ask, can we stay with you? And he goes, I'd like that. He has a family now. David didn't even see him last Thanksgiving. But but here's the thing. First of all, I think you might have made that up. I didn't make it up. Second of all, though, it didn't need to be in the movie. But here's John Hirsch has a family. What was the point that you made last night? Something about making a sequel twenty years later, or something like that. And my response was save this for the podcast. <laughs> my response was save it. But my I said my response on the show was going to be it's a sequel they didn't need to make. You can verbalize that response. I don't remember. But by, they didn't need to make the sequel. There was no reason to make this mu- movie. I'm kind of disappointed. Like, I'm all about let's bring back the characters. And like in the first one, they left it that, uh, data, data, <laughs> data, oh my god. Yeah, they never say that he's... That he's dead. So... All right, I buy that he could come back. But then there's the, th- but there's the thing too, side story thing with him and the guy that's been taking care of him and like bringing him flowers. That's weird, right? But that they brought back these original characters, which I appreciate. Bill Pullman, Vivica A. Fox. Mm-hmm. They had the portrait of Will Smith. Bill because- Pullman had an awesome beard. He did. Um, even because you know, and then he shaved it. I called that because mm-hmm. um, beards are for crazy people. Mm-hmm. Sorry, honey. Yeah. Um, oh, I have a beard now for people <laughs> listening. I have, I have a slight beard. But, like... Not a Bill Pullman beard. That they didn't bring back the actor and actress that played the kids. That bothers me. Does it? It does. It didn't while I was watching it, but then afterwards when I stopped to think about it, like... Those, t- those roles were really minor in the grand scheme of thing because they had Mm-mm. 25 but they had 25 storylines going on the amount of screen time that those but actors had the story with the daughter the president's daughter right is a kind of a big part of it it is but i think that the original daughter could have pulled it off because she is an actress working in hollywood right she's now. an actress i don't know how good of an actress she is though but i, I can't i don't know of anything that i've seen her i read that it wasn't even offered to her because they felt that, or that people felt that she wasn't like a Hollywood beauty. Like she wasn't pretty enough. That's to what play people, it. hang on though, that's what, that's what people outside of the people making the decisions thought. Right. And I don't know how true that really is. That might be, that might be it. Mm-hmm. But that might not be it. That it might just be because they've seen things that she's been in and they weren't, they didn't think that. Perhaps. 
she would work in the role. But I feel that the role of the daughter could have still been played by the daughter. And if they thought, oh, Although, she's not beautiful, here, she didn't well, have to be engaged. Here's the other thing, Chris Hem- Hemingsworth. Liam. Oh, was that Liam? Yeah. Whatever. But here's the thing, too. I believe that I read that she, the actress that played the daughter joined after Liam Hemsworth was cast in the role. So maybe they were thinking that she wouldn't be good opposite him. I'm just saying. And also, but here's here's the thing. Here's what kind of bothers me about this whole thing. People are super upset about that. And then there's there was like one little footnote that was like, by the way, Will Smith's stepson that was in the original movie, he never got offered the role I either. Know. And nobody had, like, outrage about that. He could have been easily because he didn't have a romantic connection with I'm anybody. Not, but here's the thing. I'm, I have a feeling. He doesn't act much anymore. Yeah, I don't think he. Did you check? I did. Yeah, I don't think he. I, I was like, I don't think he. He really works for a company acting. owned by Will and Jada Smith. Like, he does something. Yeah, I was like, I don't think he does a lot of acting anymore. But. But that's what happens when you do something 20 years later. You lose those actors. Yeah, you lose the actors, but also, like, who cares? Like, I honestly don't think that it was like, uh, hey, let's not get this girl because she's not. Because she was, the only movie that I know that she was in that I've seen any video of or pictures of was The Duff. And she's not ugly in The Duff. The Duff is supposed to be designated ugly fat friend. Oh, really? I think so. Hmm. But she's not, like, ugly and fat. She's and, only 5'1". She's very short. I yeah. think that's her problem. I mean, that might be part of it, too. Again, if she was, if they were trying to figure out after they figured out Liam Hemsworth. But, you know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they were just trying to find... And maybe they're trying to keep it under budget. And try and find somebody cheap, because I don't know who... I've never seen this girl that ended up playing the daughter in anything before. Maybe they're trying to do it on the cheap to see if they could figure, find enough money to get Will Smith into it. Well, that one girl, the one that played opposite of uh, Jeff Goldblum, the French girl. I thought Connie would come back, but she didn't come back. Um, I know who Connie is. Connie's the one that was married to David. In the first one, and then they, they were divorced, but then at the end, they got together again. Uh. Well, Connie wasn't even mentioned, but it was the, the French girl whose mother lived in London. Mm-hmm. This is her very first American Hollywood film. Do you think Jeff Goldblum will be in the Jurassic World sequel? There's a Jurassic World sequel? Yeah. <laughs> They're not going to spend that kind of money and not make a sequel to Jurassic World. Where can they go with it? Jurassic Universe? Jurassic Galaxy? Jurassic Solar System? No, I don't know. They want to go somewhere with it. They definitely want to make mm. a sequel. Anyway. No, because he wasn't in Jurassic World. Um, But he's in that universe, and he kind of was, because one of the people running the room had a book that was written by him with his picture on it. Anyway, Robert Loja was in it, by the way. He died. He died. I guess he actually filmed the scene. Oh, did he? Yeah. There wasn't anything about, like, him... It was in memorial or in honor of him. Yeah, in memorial for it. Here's a cool thing, and I wonder if they did this, because I don't remember hearing it, but maybe they did it, like, after the fact and, like, retconned it. 
Um, his character, General General William Gray, was the forty third president of the United States after Whitmore. What? So he becomes president after Bill Pullman. B- Bill Pullman. And I wonder. I don't. There's nothing that says it in there, but I wonder if it happened because he was because he died and he was Robert Loja. And he was telling Billy to drink his orange juice. Hey, Billy. Um, but that was that was kind of cool that he was actually in it. Um, going back to people being in it. So, do you know what happened to Will Smith in the universe? Did you read that part of it? No. So I know he died. If you, they had a website up about like it was like the War of 1996 website and it showed the timeline of everything that happened up until this movie mm-hmm. April 27th 2007 while test piloting the ESDs which is the Earth Space Defense um, their newest alien hybrid fighter an unknown malfunction causes the death of Colonel Hiller so he died after a malfunction in a, in a hybrid fighter I'm glad they didn't get him For this movie. And the sequel. Really? I am. Because here's why. I feel that I would have appreciated this movie more had none of, none of, the original cast been in it. Except perhaps Bill Pullman. Because he was awesome. And maybe Dr. Spinner or whatever his name was. Data. Oh, his name, real name is Spinner. And had Will Smith decided to do this, he wouldn't have done Suicide Squad. And I really liked him in Suicide Squad. Yeah, and we'll talk about that in the future. But the here's the thing. I think the people that you needed to bring back from the first one, I think there's four people. Oh, four? Wow. You gotta bring Bill Pullman back. Right. You have to bring back David. You gotta bring back David. And the two kids. No. I'm bringing the kids. <laughs> yeah, bringing David, Bill Pullman, Data. Data. Oh, let me figure out the fourth. Don't tell me. Robert Lucia. No, that's not the one you're thinking. Um, don't tell me. Judd Hirsch. No. No, Will Smith. Like, if, if I feel like that would have made the most sense to so just bring back those four. Oh, well, I mean, it would have been an awesome movie had Will Smith been in it, but in this... Because here's here's what, what I'm thinking What would his role of. have been? He would have been like a, like, not the commander-in-chief, but like one of the high-ranking... He would have run, I think by this point, the... The moon base. The Earth space defenses. No, he would have stayed on Earth. You think? And I think his son would have been in it somehow, but I don't think his son necessarily, he, like, would have been a, a pilot necessarily. Do you know what I didn't appreciate? All of the Will Smith yelling that they did. In the original Independence Day, whenever he was, like, fighting, he went, Aah! like, as he was, like, trying to, like, fly out of small spaces and stuff. And, like, every character who was flying did that. Oh, yeah. They did kind of, Whoa! Um... Yeah, like, I, I don't know. I, I think that would have been a better movie. And the th- here's the thing. Wow. I want to say something. It here. would have been a $50 million better movie. 
<laughs> my complaint, too, was... Hang on. I want to finish my thought here. I'm, I got it right here. Nope. Wait. Yes. Budget, $165 million. Box office, $389 million. We'll round up to $390 million. I think they would have gotten better results had Will Smith's name been in it. Oh, heavens yes. And it would have been a better movie. But, like, look. Okay, here. Here's the cast. It starts here. Still going. Still going. I'm still going. These are the characters that have names. Still going. Oh, look. There we go. Okay. Why that many people? And why Why does Liam, Liam Neeson, Helmson, why does he need... <laughs> Hemsworth. Exactly. Why does he need, like, a quirky best friend that's like, Hey, guys. And then he... Well, because And then that, that guy needs a love interest? Because that guy was referencing Will Smith's quirky friend from the first Independence Day. Will Smith had a quirky friend in the He did, episode? who died. Oh, I don't remember So they that. had to let this one live because it was very sad and traumatic when Will Smith's best friend died. I could have been in a barbecue! And Will Smith, like, punched the alien and then... Oh, and then there was something about punching the alien, too. Like, he punches him and is like, ow, my hand hurts. Right. They they referenced quite a bit from the first one. Not as much as Ghostbusters referenced the first Ghostbusters. Well, no. Not Which as- I appreciated. But, I don't know. I... It's not bad. I feel like they could have made just as much money re-releasing the original Independence Day in the theaters Mm -hmm. that people would have gone to see it. I think not having Will Smith in it hurt them, though. I think if Will Smith was like, I can't do it because of scheduling. Because there's two things out there. People are saying that it was $50 million. Mm -hmm. Anyone do it. Um, And... There's also the story that it conflicted with scheduling for Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. So. I feel like they have enough money now. These actors, like Will Smith, that it wouldn't be the 50, that it would be a scheduling issue. Well, here's the thing. I think it's a little bit of both. Because I think the movie would have done way better if it had Will Smith in it. I would have gone to see it if Will Smith was in it. So I think Will Smith fully has... It easily would have made $200 million more if Will Smith was in it, I think. So I think he has every right to want $50 million. Since he's bringing $200 million to the table. Yeah. Um, Like, I think for what he brings to the table for them, in terms of appeal and bringing people to the theaters... For being Will Smith, I think he has a right to to want that kind of money. Like, I do think the numbers are ridiculous, but, like, let's say I was going to bring people to you for your business, and I was going to net you $1,000, mm-hmm. but I wanted $100 in order to bring you $900 worth of profit. Mm-hmm. That seems reasonable, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, even if I wanted 250 to bring you 70 $750 worth of profit. Wouldn't that be reasonable? So, I, if if that's kind of... If that was his thinking, I would, that would make sense. 
But I can also see it being a scheduling issue. So I don't know. Anyway. And really, it goes back to the Simpsons thing. Who wants to revisit a role from 20 years ago? He's done so many great roles since. Uh, I almost feel like that's a step back when he's being offered all of these phenomenal roles now. Well, yeah, but at the same time, that's that was one of the roles early enough in his career where it kind of made him a, a movie star. Like, he's still thinking about doing Bad Boys 3. Like, it, here's the thing. If it was fun to do, mm-hmm. he'd probably just, he would probably still want to do it. Like Maybe he read it, though, and they were going to kill him off like they killed Vivica A. Fox off. Maybe he would have died. Maybe he was supposed to die instead of her. And he was like, not worth my time. I don't know. I I just... My big thing is, it's a movie that didn't need to be made. Because the first one was The first one was good, and now this one is setting up, like, a whole other universe and opening it up, and like, hey, we're going even further into space, and we're gonna, like... But they can't rival Star Trek, so... Yeah, like, why why are we going out into space? And there was, there's, like, a real... Oh, here's the other thing. My other problem with it is... There was a lot of... Deus Ex Machina, I think was the term. What? Where just it's just like, Hey, look, this thing just happened! Like... It was all like, hey, look at this. This is the thing. Hey, look. Oh, this thing just happened to show up. And now it's we just figured out. Oh, we just happened to have this laser that cut this thing open. That'll save our lives. And, like, this just happened by accident. Like, oops. You know what I mean? Like, it was a lot of, like, oh, there just happens to be a ship that can monitor the drilling. Like... Nothing was really set up. They were just like, all right, we got to this point. What do we need? Oh, we need a ship. All right, cut to ship in ocean. By thing. By massive mothership. Guys drunk. We will have them dig. Well, they mentioned them before. Like two minutes at a time. like Because they were, they were searching a ship that had gold in it. Yeah, but they mentioned it like two minutes before they were just like... This guy needs to monitor drilling. Mm. Here was my thing. And I mentioned it last night. The sphere comes and says how no one's ever been able to defeat the mother, the queen of this hive. Mm. This giant alien. And it seemed oh so easy (laughs) Really, when you think about it, with our primitive nothing, um, that we were able to just kill her. And then they all left. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it really didn't seem like other civilizations couldn't figure that out. And it's for two reasons. And here's the thing. I feel like this is a recurring theme in certain sci-fi things where humans go out into the universe. One, it was partially because we're stupid and we don't know better. Like, I feel like a recurring thing in science fiction is humans are dumb and primitive, but because we're primitive and dumb, 
things just happen to luck out and we actually end up have, getting to like win because mm-hmm. we don't think about it and we're just like bullheaded and whatever. Like I remember something from Stargate about like us being able to defeat aliens because like we were primitive and had projectiles that like f- were shot off by small amounts of explosives and they were just like that's very primitive. And they're just like, oh, all right, well, I guess so. But, like, we do these reckless things and then we win. Um, what was my other point? I forgot my other point. Um, and I guess just blind luck, I think, was my other point. Like, like they were like, she's got a shield. And then we just shot her a bunch and eventually the shield went down. Like, nobody ever thought of that. The other aliens must have been like, oh, S.H.I.E.L.D., we give up, blow us up. Yeah. Like, I, like, no, like the things that we thought of, apparently no other alien civilization has ever thought of. But yet, one of those alien civilizations can make a sphere that, like, travels through space and, like, latches onto their beacon. And, a like, thousand does years ago, transferred everything into technology. Yeah, like, that... Civilization didn't think of anything else. Well, they were the one civilization that could defeat them. That's why they're going around trying to. That they're no, but enemy. that but that sphere is the last of its kind. Yeah. So apparently, something went terribly wrong. Because if that race could have defeated them, then they would have been defeated. They, and they were all technology at that point. They couldn't do anything. They wouldn't be here. There, I mean, there are there were some good parts. Uh, long story short. I still... It's not a bad movie. It could have been better, but it was a movie that did not need to be made. That's my thoughts on it, at least. Yeah, Independence Day ended on such a high note. The first one. Yeah. And there was no, like, sideways explosions and, like, fireballs going down the street and stuff. Like, that's... That's the thing about Independence Day. Like, the effects were awesome. Mm -hmm. Also because of the Ah! time. But, like, the White House blowing up. Mm -hmm. Like, the Empire State Building. Like, and maybe we'll we'll get into this, like, when we talk about Star Trek Beyond a little bit. Because, like, the the first one you were just like how are they gonna get out of this mm-hmm. like it looks completely hopeless because there are ships all over the world mm-hmm. like major things have been blown up but then it was like in this movie just like one giant landing yes it took over a quarter of the world but like you saw ev- like a bunch of stuff get destroyed within like five minutes and then they were just like well you know we're just gonna drill now. Yeah, like hey, that's that's. I mean, that's that's really it. We, the, you know, we're not gonna do any more damage. I don't want to worry about anything. We're gonna leave our doors open. You can come on in. We're not gonna try to stop you from coming into our ship. Yeah, and no one went. This <laughs> seems weird. We can't go anywhere but inside. So we're gonna go inside. All yeah. right. Like, yeah. I remember. I remember twenty years ago when the ships went inside. That's how they destroyed them. Maybe we shouldn't let them inside. <laughs> but, yeah, a lot of it was just like, hmm. And I don't, uh, yeah, there's a lot of things I don't. And here's my question, too. Okay, 
So, the queen ships. Le- the queen ship leaves the mothership mm-hmm. to go looking for the thing. They cat hijack the alien ships. The guys inside. Uh huh. Why don't they fly out the hole that the that the queen ship left when it flew out and they have to try and squeeze through this tiny little thing. Mm-mm. They they left after the they left before the queen ship left. Mm, I'm pretty sure they didn't. I think they left before because my question was how are they, they not left. beating the ship back? <laughs> I thought they left after. Alright, but anyway. Here's my other question. How the school bus get there? <laughs> they come in and they, they come in at the end, and they're just like, we hijacked some alien ships. We're the ones trailing smoke. And then they cut to a scene, and they are not trailing smoke. And then they get sucked into the but little tornado. Even if they were trailing smoke, how would they trail smoke? They're in an alien ship. But they know that, the alien technology, because that's what Earth has now. But do but the, can the alien ships trail smoke? Why not? They have water. They have an ecosystem just like ours. It seems like they're identical to us. They like on their ship they do, but like like they immediately know in the alien ships how to make it trail smoke so to identify themselves. Well, yeah, because it's identical to the ones twenty years ago that they had flown. Mm. They know how to fly those ships. They said it's well. They they go yeah. It's pretty much identical. Yeah. But it just seems weird that the, sh- the aliens would be like, we must make it trail smoke so that we can be identified. Like, it just seems a weird thing, like, to, to put in. But alright, whatever. We also think it's weird that they kept 24 aliens alive for 20 years. That's true, that's true. And we also think it's weird that Vivica Fox became a doctor. <laughs> yes, after being a stripper. In 20 years. A baby doctor. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of weird things about that movie. Judd Hirsch being out on a boat? Not weird. Just the fact that he was in the movie was kind of weird, though. Because he does nothing. He does nothing. He saves the kids. I wanted him to be like... Actually, no. He puts the kids in danger. Yeah. I bet they would have been safe had he not done it. I wanted him to be like... you know. I wanted him to say once more, you know, I'll be dead now if it wasn't for my David. I don't feel like the the kids' parents should be dead. Because they said they were in Florida. And I feel like Florida wasn't affected. Mmm, tsunami. Oh. Tidal wave kind of thing. A lot of dad stuff in, in these movies, too. A lot of mm-hmm. stuff about dads. Um, one other thing. Uh, it was originally titled... Or two other things. It was originally entitled Independence Day Forever. Part one. Part una. Then um, they realized after they read the script... Probably not going to make another one, so part one would be a silly choice. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to make another one. If the budget was, if the budget reported is 165 million, double that, that's what, three, 330? Right, 165 times two is 330? Yeah. Because usually budget and then double that gives you the Total budget counting um, um, advertising and everything. So it made three thirty. It made sixty million dollars, maybe. First weekend. 
No, this is the total box office. Ah. I think. I'm pretty sure this is the total box office. And then one thing I didn't notice, but that I liked, Russell Case. Randy Quaid's character from the first one. His name was on the memorial. His name was on the monument. I did not notice that. That was very sweet. Even I was though, trying to read those names, but I couldn't remember what his name was. Even though Randy Quaid is insane now. He was insane then. No, but he's, he's gotten more insane in the last 20 years. He thinks the government's out to get him. I didn't know he was still alive, to be honest. That's, that's a lot of stuff. You were actively involved. I like that. You were like, no, you're wrong. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm right. And you were like, no, you're wrong. And I was like, okay, honey, I agree with you. Um, so in the end... It was better than Mariah Carey's performance on New Year's Eve. That is true. So... Thank you for listening to Living Room Theater. I'm Keith. And I'm Rachel. Roll the credits. <laughs>